Welcome to episode 41. This is Stephanie Lane's Institute, and this is our beauty business podcast. We simultaneously go live on Clubhouse in our Stephanie Lane's Institute on Esthetician Chat. Tonight is episode 41. Stop training your clients to expect a discount. For those of you who are on Clubhouse right now, I have pinned episode 38, which is do you surround yourself with successful business owners? That one is a really good one. We're getting a lot of uh, movement on that one. But tonight we're going to focus on the expectations of a discount. And many of us fall into this trap very early in our business. Almost most of us, I would say, start our business off discounting. And unfortunately, the discount is not something that you can grow your business with. What you are doing, however, is you're training your clients to expect a discount. So, you know, I've always talked about our business being in the relationship business. That's really what we are. So the way you start the relationship is where clients are going to expect that relationship to continue. So if you started off with a discount, for example, new client discount, um, first time client discount, returning client discount, uh, special promotion discount. All of those things are training your client to expect a discount from now on because you started the relationship with them with discounts. So I always love to have these types of conversations. I've done other podcasts talking about discounts and this not going to grow your business. Discounts are taking away money from your pocket because it comes from your hourly rate. And the trap of discounts is a very hard place to come out of. There are a lot of beauty business gurus and mentors and coaches who speak on growing your business with discounts. What they don't speak on nor explain is how do you get out of discounting? At what point do you stop and how do you stop it to where it's not going to greatly affect your business? Because if you started the relationship that way, clients are expecting to always get a discount. So when you put your foot down and say, I'm not going to discount anymore, there's going to be a response. Now, it's up to you to make sure you're prepared for that response. Because you set up the relationship with the expectation that they were always going to get a discount. Or some of you do it halfway, where you have a first-time client promotion, you may have a um, first-time client discount, referral discount, or some kind of discount. But once they rebook, they can't get a discount again. And most of the people who come into your business that way are not going to stay in your business because they know right off, you started the relationship with a discount. Now you're saying, I can't get it anymore. But you you asked me to come here and you gave it to me. But if I come back, I can't get it again. Now, in everyday life, right? That wouldn't be acceptable. But somehow, some way, many of us who do this think that the client should be fine with it. They should be okay with it. Why are they not coming back? Why is it a big deal? Because in any other scenario, this really would not work. You did something in the beginning and then the next time, oh no, you can't get that again. Mm. But that's how I got here. That's how I showed up. You see what I'm saying? I think some of you get so bogged down into listening what other people do in their business 
without really thinking, is that physically possible? Is that feasible for me? Is that something that I can maintain? Those are questions you should ask when you look at someone else's business and you want to emulate it. Now, I'm one to say, don't emulate anybody. There's a lot of stuff on your plate that you can do very much on your own without having to look at other businesses. But many of you look at other websites, you look at other social media sites, other people doing what you do when you somehow, somehow, some way compare yourself. But you can't compare yourself if you don't really understand what exactly is happening. Now, discounts, if we look at dollars and cents, it's coming from your hourly rate. So I always ask the question when I get this question proposed to me, when we talk about discounts, can you afford it? And if you tell me I'm not sure or I don't know, that tells me you don't know your cost per service. Because if you did, then you would understand where that discount was coming from. It doesn't come out from the money you pay for the rent, Does definitely does not come out from the money you pay to buy your back bar to do the service. So it's going to come out of your hourly rate. So many of you who are already not paying yourself correctly, not paying yourself enough, not paying yourself consistently, are now going to take more money away from what you really cannot afford. And that's all in the name of you, quote unquote, trying to grow your business. And trying to grow your business can't come with it being already very I call it scrimp and save. So basically you're just scrimping along and scrapping along because one, you didn't figure out your cost per service and two, you're giving a discount you can't afford. And three, the clients are not coming back because you only do it one time. That's why I'm a big fan of promotions. You know, promotions have a, it's a very big generalization, but there's a lot of things that can, can go under your promotion. Promotion should be, explaining what you offer and how clients can come and get what you're offering. Notice I didn't say discount. Notice I didn't say take money off or save now or or any other marketing um, words that people tend to use. Promoting your services is very simple. You got to tell people what you're offering. You got to give them a reason to feel that one, they need you and two, you can help them with their problem, right? The second is where you're located. I can't tell you, I keep saying this every other, probably every couple of podcasts I'll say, if you're on social media and you're not hashtagging where you are or you don't put in whatever you're communicating where you are, you gotta tell people where you are because people look for businesses in your area, but you're not telling people where you are. It's not even in your Instagram where you have your profile information. Some of you don't even put your city and state there either. I don't understand, but whatever. Um, so if you start your, your relationship off with discounts or specials or whatever you want to use, and then once they rebook, they can't get it again. Help me understand how is that a long-term plan? How is that something that you can emulate long-term? Because if clients aren't rebooking, that's obviously a problem. And then the discount method isn't working because you're only, you're only getting clients who utilize the, the discount and you're just training them to expect a discount. So they go to someone else who's going to also give them a discount. 
I didn't start off discounting. I never gave discounts. I, I just really did not want to go down that slippery slope. I think I saw a lot of havoc um, when I had my first esthetician job and they were constantly giving discounts and specials and points um, to people to use in the store towards dollars and la, 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 la. Um, I always saw them scrambling with specials and the people that were coming were literally just for the specials, right? And because it, for me, looking at it, it was so confusing as me as the operator. Now, mind you, there was no money leaving my hand. I was going to get my commissions. I actually got my commissions on the full service price and not on the sale price. So I was getting my coin. That wasn't ever an issue. But I saw how confused clients were because they didn't know. They would either bring in a coupon or they would have it on their phone and their email and they didn't know it would be expired or they didn't realize the sale hadn't started yet or the discount hadn't started yet. And they came down all excited because they got an email three days before and you had to tell them, you know, that's not valid until Friday. Today's only Tuesday. Then they would get frustrated. Or I love the ones that were coming and it was already expired like two months and then they would get frustrated. Like I saw all that drama. And I always said to myself that when I did decide to open my business, I'm not going to make it this complicated. Um, I'm going to be as open as honest and I'm going to start it from the beginning with no discount. So there's really no expectation. There's no rush. There's no running in because you feel you're getting a deal. No, you have a problem. I'm trying to fix it for you. And you're patronizing the business. Like I really kept it so super simple because I did. I watched for months. I was there for a year and I would watch over and over the same scenario. People were mad and yelling. I didn't know it expired. Why didn't someone give me a reminder it was expiring? Or I didn't know it started on Friday. I just got the email today. I thought it was valid. It's too much, right? But what was happening in that environment was that that company was training all of their clients to always expect a discount. So that means they weren't even patronizing the, bis the business unless there was a discount. So if there was no discount happening, nobody was in there. And this is a multi-million dollar, multi-chain location. I mean, it was just wild how they were just throwing things out left and right and left and right. And I just kept watching it just like, mm, this, this is not going to be a good ending here. <laughs> because the relationship started that way, right? I didn't worry about it. Like I said, I was getting my coin. I was making good money, 50% commission. I had full benefits. I was making three or $400 a week in tips. I only worked four days a week, Tuesday through Friday. So I was good. Like I didn't, I didn't have to worry too much. I was, I was really good. Um, but the thing for many of you that you kind of don't really pay attention to is that when you get into that method or mode of, of discounting, you got to have an exit plan as well. And you got to realize that some people are not going to like your exit plan. They're going to not, they're not going to like that you're not offering the discount anymore. And they're not going to like that you just decided to command what you want to command. There's going to be people give you their opinions on how much you're charging. They're going to let you know they don't like what you're charging and you should be charging it cheaper. 
So, you know, is there a, a family discount? Is there a repeat discount? Is there a referral discount? Like your clients will start to ask that. And it becomes very insulting because you have trained clients to expect a discount because you started it that way. But when you realize that your cost per service was incorrect, you realize you're not paying yourself the way you should, and you realize that you should increase your prices, there's going to be some backlash because you've been training them this whole time to expect a discount. So when you start looking at discounting from a really different point of view, why can't we flip it? Why can't we do things that all of these other big businesses do without discounting? I always go to the Estee Lauder model. Estee Lauder is famous for when you spend this much, you get a free gift. Now, let's break that down because I think many of you, you've heard me say it. You've heard me talk about it many times in different podcasts, but you never really looked at it from the point of view that I'm trying to get you to look at it from. So if there's a certain spend amount that someone has to do in order for them to get a free gift, then why is it? that many of us don't adopt that same policy, right? You can do it two ways. You could do a free gift with services for your services, or you can do free gift for retail if they spend a certain amount, or you could do it for both. Now, most of the folks that are in our marketing club are doing it for both. They're doing it both. They get a, a free gift with their service, and then they also get a free gift when they spend a certain amount. Now, I've broken it down many times, but in this conversation, I'm going to break it down even more because it's going to get you to understand, one, you don't have to discount, and two, you can command more money more consistently to where your clients become more consistent because everybody loves a gift. Your clients love a gift. They love that they know that if they spend a certain amount, they're going to get a gift. Now, we all know Estee Lauder has been doing this as long as they've been in existence. And that little Estee Lauder mesh bag with them two or three little mini lipsticks in there and two or three little mini perfume vials and maybe some lotion or, or, or something and, and, and a little baggie that says Estee Lauder. They love it. They love it. You know why? Because it's tried and true. It's something that they got. They can use it at home. They can give it to a friend. They can do whatever they want. So when you start looking at your business, especially if you're trying to get out of discounting, the quickest way to keep it as even as possible so that people are not upset is when you flip the script and you no longer offer discounts, but you include products into the price of your services. That's number one. And then number two, if they spend a certain amount in your business, they get a free gift. People look at gifts and product included in the services very differently than being upsold. Because what some of you guys do is you discount your services in hopes of being able to upsell your retail to cover that discount difference. When in the beginning of all of this, you cannot afford the discount to start. And then you're trying to make the retail be the cherry on top, but a lot of clients don't want to be upsold. They don't want to come in thinking they're going to spend a hundred dollars and then walk out spending 300. Most of them are not happy with that. Some people feel pressured into that, or they felt like they were taken advantage of. So instead of doing and hoping on an upsell, price the service to include the retail at the MSRP price. 
but bundle it together. Market it as service with products or service product included. People love to say, well, what's the product that's included? Then I always go, oh, it depends on what's happening in the skin. It's going to be a different product. (gasps) Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. You solve two issues. One, you already know they need home care because that's where the work happens. And two, they understand that you know that you're keeping their best interests at heart. Now, if they need to have more retail, there's a free gift on top of that. These are the business models that successful businesses do. They're not out here throwing discounts left and right because they understand where it comes from. What they're trying to do is get every client that books a certain threshold of income, right? That's when you start really looking at your business in a different way. So some of us, once we get past our cost per service, we've gotten rid of all the discounts. We're now maybe implementing the gift with purchase, meaning they purchase a certain amount and they get a free gift, but we're not quite yet at including products into the service price. But when you start understanding that your time is now becoming more important and that is what people are paying for, it's no longer you having to give and do 15 services in a day. It's not about that anymore. Because again, you can't sustain that, right? In my younger days, oh, honey, I could bust out some stuff. Give me a good Friday and Saturday. Ooh, honey, make some good money. Now, as I matured, in the business and my body started breaking down, my hands was hurting, my knees and my backs was hurting and my feet were hurting. I started becoming more efficient with my time, which means clients are going to pay for my time. So instead of me doing 15 a day, I'm going to do six. And those six are going to give me the same amount that I would get if I got 15. That's how you build your business. One, the importance of your time, you're charging for it. And two, you understand how the client thinks. Clients already come to the business expecting to spend money. Our problem is, is we don't do a good job in allowing them. First of all, before they even show up, you've already given them a discount, which makes absolutely no sense. Second of all, you don't have enough retail on your shelf to even sell to them, even though they're coming to you to buy the retail. And then let's go to strike three. You don't understand how clients think. They want to spend with you, but you don't, you don't give them that many options to spend. I go back to why your Facebook group is so important, why you have to have a website, why you have to, for some, be able to offer Zoom consultations and have the product included in this consultation price. Even in-person consultations need to have product included as well. So if you understand the client comes to the business to spend, then why are we so hell bent on giving clients discounts when we know that they're already coming to spend with us? They haven't even stepped foot in and you're promoting. I'm going to give you $15 off. I'm going to give you $20 off. That's $20 of your hourly rate. So my hourly rate is $100 an hour. So I'm going to give somebody, I'm going to only make $80 because I gave that client $20 and they may not come back. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, I'm a, I'm going to need my hundred dollars now. <laughs> I'm not interested in giving a discount, but what I am interested in is quality clients. My time is being respected and I'm doing exactly what they want. 
They have the option of getting free gifts when they purchase with me. And they also have the option of having products included into the service. So that means I'm going to walk over to my shelf, depending on whatever their skin is telling me, and I'm going to give them that product and they've already paid for it. I'm going to put it in a cute little bag with some tissue paper and hand it right over there to them and say, ah, this has been great. Now, remember, this needs to be used every other night. You need to be very thorough. Anytime you're getting low on your cleanser, that means that you need to read um, up on it. You can either go on my website, I can ship it to you, or we can go ahead and get it now. The bag is right in front of them. Because I keep track of what they purchase too. I know how long it's going to take for that product to be used. I'm not going to ask them, oh, are you out of your products? No, I learned that years ago. I don't ask if you're out of your product. I already know. If it's been three months since you bought your cleanser, you're out of cleanser. And adding water to the bottom is not the same, okay? All right. But I'm going to include it so that there is no confusion. They love the fact that it's already bagged up and it's just for them. Nope, it's already included in the price. Do I pay extra? No, it's already paid for. Oh my gosh. You have to understand how to build your relationship with your clients and it cannot include discounts. You can't afford your discount, number one. And number two, there's more opportunities for the client to give you money when you prepare it just right. And I've always talked about how important service menus are, right? You guys already know I'm an I'm, I'm advocate of not only getting rid of your service menu, but not doing traditional service menus. Don't have a whole bunch of services on there that people got to read descriptions for, you know, especially when it comes to skincare treatments. Hair removal is pretty simple. We all know you're just going to name the area and then how much it costs, right? But when we start talking about skincare services, you really should evolve to the place of having it by time. So if you've been in the business for a while, you need to have people pay you for the time. You need to start looking at customized services. You need to start doing services based off of the skin analysis, which happens every time they come in. So I'm not using a cookbook. I'm not using a step-by-step. -step. I'm going to look at the skin and say, okay, this is what is presented. The skin is surface dehydrated. There is a lot of uh, keratinized cells, which means they're not exfoliating at home. I'm going to do chemical exfoliate. Like I'm going to really make sure whatever's presented, I'm going to address right then and there, right? So now it comes to clients are just paying for my time. Either you want to spend 60 minutes with me or 70 minutes or 90 minutes or 30 minutes. However time you want to spend, that's what I'm charging for. So those of us who are stuck in that service menu, I'm going to hand it to you like we're in a restaurant and then you're going to pick. Those days are gone. Those days are gone. One, you're not a high-end spa. So you're not a spa that people are coming into. They're not coming for regular treatment. They're coming to be relaxed. They're going to get their robe on. They're going to get their house shoes on, get their feet rubbed, and then they're going to come see you. You're not that. You are a problem solver. So if you're a problem solver, then people should be paying for your time to solve the problem and not a service that they have no idea what it is. So if my service menu is the first place that people go to, that's going to be the place that I do most of my promotions. So when I used to do my master classes, and I've talked about this before, I would have, you know, 10 to 15 estheticians come out and spend two days with me, and they would have to bring their service menu, they would have to bring their business card, they would have to bring whatever marketing material that they were using. We would start off with the service menu, and I would go down the list. 
when's the last time this service was done? Oh, it's been a while. Let's cross it off. What circle your most popular service? They would circle it. Circle your most second popular. They would circle it. Circle your most third popular. They would circle everything else. Cross off. It's all no longer on the service menu. People, oh no, I can't do that. Yes, you can. If these top three are your most popular, those are the three that you're going to stay and keep on and the rest of them are gone. That's it. End of story. On the back, you should be doing your promotions. You should have everything that's here for your top three product included and then the price. So let's do that now. Oh, people would just freak out. But I broke it down. If these are the top three services in your business, why are you marketing 10 services or 15 services? Why? Well, because they can have options. The, the option should be the time with you. And clients are not going to know what they need. You know what they need because you're basing it off of what is being presented to you at that moment. So if they're paying for the time, then you have plenty of space on your service menu because we're going to bring it down to a rack card. You have plenty of space to market and promote everything that you're doing. This now is becoming a moving marketing piece, which means it could be shared between friends. It could be put in someone's purse. It could be gifted or put into the mail. It's moving now. When you had your 10 services on there, that's not a moving marketing piece. That's a menu that someone would choose from. And that's not your business. That is not something that you can sustain. You can't sustain 10 services on your menu. No. You can't do that. What I want you to evolve to is people understanding how important your time is. And then they decide how much time they want to spend with you. Now, none of these services are discounted. Not only are they done by the cost per service, they are MSRP priced for that product added to it. So there's no room for a discount. There's no room for first time. And while we're on this, let's revamp your referral, because you giving clients $20, $25 or 10% or whatever you're giving is really a discount. So let's be honest. You can't afford that. You can't pay people to invite people to your business. That's what you're doing. So let's come up with a better referral program that doesn't include a discount or doesn't include you losing money, basically for someone inviting them to your business. Let's look at some different referrals. And I love referrals with gifts. Y'all know me. I'm a big fan of gifts. And the reason I say gifts is because there's a whole website full of promotional gifts that you can get that are very inexpensive. People love pins. They love sticky notes. They love coffee mugs. They love coffee cups. All of those things cost two, three dollars. You can even have your logo, put them on them. You could put in a nice, cute little baggie, put some tissue in there. And it costs you no more than five or six dollars. But I'm not giving somebody $20 or $25 to refer or 10% off or 20%. I'm not doing any of that. But I'll give you a gift. Absolutely. Because that gift now is what? Moving marketing pieces. Especially when you do travel mugs. Especially when you do pens and sticky notes. We love those. Especially when you do the same thing that Estee Lauder does is a little cosmetic bag with your logo on it. People love that stuff right? We cannot 
continue to get caught up in this discount place. One, it's very hard to get out of. Two, you're training your clients to expect it. And three, there's no place for you to grow when you're discounting. Where is the growth going to come from if you're constantly discounting? And many of you are discounting at every level. You're discounting a referral. You're discounting a first-time client. You're discounting when you're slow. You're discounting when you have a new service. You're discounting when you have a new product. Like where and when does that stop? And where and when do you start understanding that you know clients are coming to you to spend money? So why are we cutting ourselves short by discounting up front when they already expect to spend money with you? So let's look at it in reverse. How easy is it for my client to give the business money? Do I make it easy? Do I make it easy? And if the answer is no, then I would encourage you to listen to this again, write down some things that you may be doing that you need to stop doing. Maybe it is time for you to do a gift referral instead of doing a discount referral. Maybe it's time for you to start looking at some promotional items for your clients as gifts. Maybe it's time for you to get a gift with service or a gift with with purchases. There's nothing wrong with saying anyone who spends $100 on products has a free gift. There's nothing wrong with that. But notice, I'm not talking about discounting. I'm not talking about taking money away from my business or away from my personal pocket just to say that I have a business. And here's the thing. There is a lot of businesses that are struggling in this now. You know how I know? Because I'm constantly being asked about this, whether it's on social media, whether it's on um, via email or it's in person. There is a lot of you out here who are in this rut of discounting and you just don't know what to do because you're so low that you cannot pay yourself correctly. And if you were to let go of the discount, you're not sure if you will have clientele. And that's a scary place to be for some of you because a lot of you started your business and the relationship with all of your clients with discounting. Now you can do it. There may be some fallout. There might be some upset clients. There might be some people that are like, well, I'm not really sure if we can continue because this is what I was accustomed to, which they're very, very correct in. They're correct. You started it this way. It's what they were expecting. You started it. So if they're upset that it's not continuing, they have a right to be upset. But what I want to bring awareness to, okay? I want to bring awareness to why you're struggling with this discount. Discounting has to stop cold turkey. There's no easing out of it. There's no talking your way out of it. (laughs) There's no uh, giving a deadline to it. Mm -mm. It has to be cold turkey. But in it being cold turkey is when you flip it and you start doing those promotions. You start showing off those free gifts. You start showing off your referral gifts. You start showing off your gift with purchases. If they purchase this amount, they get this gift. You start showing off that the products are going to now be included in your services. That's what you hype up. Because if you can get them distracted, then the blow is not going to be so bad. But if you just pull it 
and you don't do anything else, you're going to have some fallout. There's going to be some upset people. They're going to be willing to voice their upset, especially if they've been with you for some years and there's nothing for them to look at or focus on or get excited about. So you're going to have to do it strategically and, and with no flaws. It's going to have to be seamless. And you got to make it seem like it's their idea. I hope a lot of this makes sense because I think some of you are in this trap of discounting and you don't know how to get out and you're not willing to get out, but there's really no place else for you to go. You cannot afford it anymore. So if you cannot afford it anymore, then the change has to come no matter what. It just has to. Those of you guys who are on my podcast, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode 41. We'll see you on episode 42.